Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you and enjoy. Well, sometimes you and I can read a gospel or hear a gospel, but we don't really enter into the physicality, the visceralness of the scriptures. And when we don't do that, we miss out on some really powerful things that God is communicating. So they don't know I'm going to do this, but in order to get some help, I'm going to ask Dave in the back to come on up. Come on, come on. There's no cheap seats. Come on up. And uh, Joe Morris, don't look back at him. Come on up too, Joe. There you go, buddy. These two guys are in the men's group. I know them. And so that way they can feel comfortable being up here with me. Well, I don't, I don't know about you being comfortable. I'm comfortable with you being up here. Come on up here, Jackson. Tell everyone your names so they know you. David Bell. David Bell. Joe Morris. Joe Morris. Both husbands, both fathers, okay? You look like very functional adults, all right? We're proud of you both, all right? So I'd like to just see if you guys would let me know when something gets weird, all right? <laughs> well, <laughs> well done, Dave. Well done. Well done. All right. Well done, Dave. Can you give me a chance? Okay. Would you guys shake hands in front of everyone? Good. Nice. All right. Well done. How about a nice, like, bro hug? Like, a little like, hug it out there. Nice. Yeah. Great. Great. Right, Dave, would you put your fingers in Joe's ears for us? Thanks. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, Joe, would you grab Dave's tongue? <laughs> Thank you, guys. You can both sit down. Nice job. Give a round of applause. Good time. They know each other, and it's weird to touch someone's tongue. Jesus puts his fingers in a man's ears, spits, grabs his tongue, and groans. Our God is not spiritual, as we think of spiritual in the 21st century. Our God is physical and visceral, and He communicates His healing love and power through embodied experiences. Fingers in ears, spitting, grabbing a tongue, and groaning. They know each other, and it was weird to touch each other's tongues. The deaf man didn't know who Jesus was. And yet Jesus gets all up in his business, fingers in the ears, spitting, grabbing a tongue, and groaning. This is how God communicates his grace. This is how God shares his life and his love. This is how our God renews and restores us. It's not safe. It's not anesthetized. It's not the Cleveland Clinic white. It is messy and awkward. Our God invades and intrudes. Our God gets way too close and way too touchy. And we spend most of our times running from and avoiding our humanity 
And yet God is always trying to meet us right in our flesh and blood. Right in our bones. Right? And this shows up in our lives in our prayer life, right? Because when you and I go to pray, what do we do? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Now don't hear me wrong. That's the prayer Jesus taught us. It's a beautiful prayer and it's powerful. But God is not impressed that we memorized something when we were five. He loves it when it comes from the heart and we're meaningful about it. But when we do it as a kind of safe, detached mechanism, we miss out on the opportunity Fingers in the ears, grabbing our tongues, spitting and groaning in our face. So often, if people are even praying, when we do go and pray, we treat Jesus like a counselor or psychologist. We sit down and very calmly, oh Jesus, please sit down. And we tell him, these are some things I'm struggling with. I, I know I'm supposed to thank you, so thank you for all these things. Uh, I'm having troubles with these relationships, and if you could give me a little patience on 480, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> it's so sterile and boring and renders our God impotent. And then we think, oh, prayer isn't working, but then we feel guilty, so out of religion we say, oh, prayer's so important. But really, the whole time we've missed out on fingers in the ears grabbing a tongue, spitting and groaning. It's messy. It's awkward. Jesus wants to step right into all your stuff. In the gospel, it was broken hearing. For you and me, what's the broken stuff? What's not working? We think we can diagnose and fix and then just tell God a news update. Because we couldn't imagine being cared for and loved in the mess, in the process. As a priest, I have a spiritual director. And a spiritual director is a, usually a pre, another priest who uh, helps you in your relationship with God. So I meet with him about once a month and we talk about all sorts of experiences. Since I've become the administrator here, it's been more than once a month, not because of you, but just, just a new role and new experiences. I, I got a process and learning how to let God provide for me more. Right? So I went to him and I said, you know, I think I have a problem in my prayer. He said, what's that? He said, all I do is I just cry now. There's no words, there's no images, it's just all my being overwhelmed, the stress, the exhaustion, the ideas, the hard work, the brokenness, all of the needs and desires, it's just, it just comes out, I just sob for like my holy hour, and then I go on back to work. And he says, welcome to prayer. I said, well, what was I doing before? He said, I don't know. When St. Paul writes a letter to the Romans, he said, the Spirit prays in us with inexpressible groanings. And there we are, Hail Mary, full of grace. 
Once again, ritual prayers, devotion to Mary, essential, beautiful, but they are not impressed that we memorized something. They want us to be open to them putting fingers in our ears, spitting, grabbing your tongue, and groaning. Do we even allow God that level of accessibility to our lives? In the book of Hebrews, it says, When Jesus was in the flesh among us, he offered up prayers with loud wailing, tears and sweats of blood. God, could you give me just a little more patience? Our prayer life has been evangelized and catechized and taught by everything except the Bible and truly holy men and women. Largely now in the 21st century, we are told our prayer life should look like Eastern forms of meditation. So like uh, maybe like a yoga or a mindfulness. Now these have some merit psychologically and physically. I'm not dismissing it for those reasons. But they are not Jesus sweating blood, crying. They are not this man in the gospel with fingers in the ears, spitting, grabbing a tongue, and groaning. They do not correspond to our humanity. Your masculinity and femininity is crying out for a God that is invasive and intruding and not polite and gets all up in our lives for the sake of restoration. To be honest, do we really care if God is happy way up in heaven somewhere? Don't we need a God who puts on flesh and enters into our world and gets it? Don't we need a God who touches us? Don't we need a God who experiences suffering and rejection, knows what losing a loved one is like? knows how painful it is to offer forgiveness, knows what it's like to pray in agony, knows what it's like to have good friends, have friends who betray you, know what it's like to live in corrupt government times. That's Jesus. That's our God. And he just wants our humanity on full display with him. He wants accessibility to our stuff because he actually loves us as we are, not cleaned up. And so it is right that we come to church and we put on nice clothes and try to present ourselves because it's for our sake. We want to remember this is a certain dignity to what we do here. But we don't put it on to hide as if everything's okay. And it's right that we use reverential language. In a little bit, we will receive Holy Communion. But when Jesus taught about the Eucharist, we translate it as, unless you eat my flesh you will have no life in you. But in the original Greek New Testament, it says, unless you gnaw on my flesh. When we make Christianity safe, when we neuter our God and prayer and Jesus, what's left is boring, boring, boring life. But when we allow the Scriptures to speak, we realize fingers in the ears, 
spitting, grabbing tongue, and groaning in your face is what our God longs to do in order to restore us. Then when we eat and drink the Eucharist and we break down His body and blood within us, and His blood mingles with our blood, and His longings mingle with ours, now we have a chance to tap into the power. Now we have a chance to experience that while our God is not safe and tame, He is good, and He loves us, and He can heal us. And so this week, may I recommend, if you haven't done a prayer time in a while, why don't you start? And if yours has been so safe, maybe begin to let the rib cage crack open. Allow Jesus to get messy with all the unfinishedness that each of us is so that he can walk us and dance us and heal us back to the Father. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church, Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.